Welcome to the Her Sweet Spot Experience, dishing out tips and tricks on mindset, money, marketing, and media for your life and business, and where we talk to women about how they found their sweet spot. Hey, sweet mates, it's me, Marsha Guerriere, founder of Her Sweet Spot and your host of the Her Sweet Spot Experience, where I bring you amazing guests and tips and tricks, what I call the sweet tea in mindset, money, marketing, and media. This week's sweet tea is be a leader, not a boss. Let's get into it. Do you consider yourself a leader or a boss? You know, uh, this question doesn't just apply to your workplace, your business, but it applies to your home and your personal relationships as well. Do you lead people or just tell them what you want done without any consideration or explanation? Do you encourage and develop your team or do you use criticism and protect your own interests? The mark of a bad leader or boss. The world is full of bosses. There are far too few leaders. So how can we make some more leaders? Since leaders are rather scarce, you can really make a name for yourself by becoming a phenomenal, fantastic, and great leader. You'll enjoy more career opportunities, probably more clients, and have far fewer challenges with your team and employees. Being a leader is helpful at home as well. Your kids and your spouse, your partners, your family, they would rather deal with a leader type personality than a boss type personality. I know women are always talking about, you know, I'm a boss, I'm a boss. That's a phrase that's been um, passed around lately with the, um, you know, surgeons of women of color building and becoming the fastest growing group of women starting small businesses. But it's important to understand that as a boss, or if you're going to refer to yourself as a boss, know that you need to develop and hone in your leadership skills in order to help you stay a boss. Okay. You could start, but are you going to finish? And can you finish? Where do you finish? Right? Take advantage of these ideas and become a more effective leaders. I have about seven ideas I want to break down for you today. Number one, lead by example. I can't tell you how I have been unfortunate enough to work with many bosses that have not used this. And that's why I put it at number one, lead by example. A boss likes to sit on the sidelines and allow others to do the hard work. Not a good trait. A leader is out in front of his people showing the way. A leader gets involved. A leader uh, uh, um, rolls up his or her sleeve, right? A boss just makes a request and walk away and demands and makes sure that it happens. That is a surefire way to know if you're a leader or or a boss, if you're doing just that. Number two, leaders are driven by purpose. There is an overall goal or mission to any project and or task, right? The people following the leader must be inspired and empowered. You must empower your people. 
The people must understand the mission. This is why um, very different this is very different than providing a to-do list, a task list without any additional context and just walking away. I remember um, I was leading a group of um, analysts and, you know, guys, I work for fintech, for the fintech industry and there's always, we're always putting out fires. And so we had this true emergency that we had to analyze, test, and, and really get out to market as quick as possible it was a trade related um, application at the time, right? And so I needed to have my team um, analyze and test uh, the fixes that were going out for the emergency, right? And so I said to one of my team members, a very junior team member at the time, I said, listen, a, a young lady, I said, listen, you know, we're like in this, like all hands on deck, serious, you know, um, issue. I can't really explain to you right now because I'm a good leader. I love to mentor and train. I can't really explain to you right now what's going on because we need to get this out. All eyes are on us right now. So here are the steps to reproduce what was broken and how to ensure you it is fixed and it is not reoccurring, right? And why it it's not reoccurring. And um, she said, okay, Marsha, I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm with you. Let's go. Let's get it in. So I gave her the to-do list and I started just going over it with her before I walked away. And in that moment, I started in the review of what I wanted her to, to accomplish. I started explaining to her the purpose of each step and the reason for its failure and why we needed to make the fixes and how it impacts the end users on the other side. And as I'm going through this, she's staring at me. And I said, you know, why are you staring at me? <laughs> Hello, we got work to do. She said, cause I'm amazed right now. You just told me you wanted me to do the steps and you know, I'm capable of following steps, but you're still standing here taking the time to explain to me the mission and the purpose of why we need to make this change. And it was in that moment that I knew that I was a great leader. And these are the things that great leaders are made of. You heard? All right, number three on be a leader, not a boss. Leaders delegate, bosses micromanage. Y'all know the difference. A leader trusts his people, but a good boss or a boss, I should say, suggests to relinquish any control. A leader has surrounded himself with people that complement his weaknesses to help bring forth better change and get things done. A boss hires people that don't make him feel threatened. When you have a person in management that continuously have a negative belief of their own self and feel threatened, hang it up, look for another job, transfer, put in, put it, put in your papers, because that boss will continue to make your life a living hell. I have worked with some very miserable bosses, very threatened threatened by the very idea that I am such a leader and so strong in how I can become and how fast I can become a subject matter expert at almost anything I do, right? That it it makes it hard. People leave jobs and companies 
not because sometimes the company is not great, but because they have bad bosses, right? A boss always has a weaker team. The team can't accomplish as much because they're not empowered. Goes back to my last thing, empower your team. The team is also weaker because the boss doesn't want strong employees that might shine and outshine them and might elevate them and might go past them. When that is your your fear and that is your interest, you will for sure always have the weaker team. Number four in uh, my ideas of how to be a leader and not a boss, leaders value respect. A boss wants to be feared. You know, that fearless lion, right? A boss wants to have you in fear of losing your job to make you feel inferior. On the surface, they might appear to be similar, but the differences are very striking. A leader is willing to use his enthusiasm, his or her skills, and expertise to encourage others to respect and follow her. A boss uses fears and threats to gain compliance, right? You, You have been there. You know exactly who you have in mind that we're talking about today. Those bosses that led in fear and use threats, right, to get you to comply, to do what it is that they need done. And ultimately, when that happens, you don't do it at the best of your ability. You do it just to get by. And what bosses don't realize you know, the old saying that you catch bees with honey, right? It's a real thing. You have to treat your employees and you have to value respect. Number five, a leader develops other leaders. Yes, it is true. Solid, strong leaders help bring up other leaders that yes, can one day be their boss. A true leader is consistently creating employees with the knowledge and experience to take his place. That is the point because your elevation means my elevation. A boss is afraid of the competition. The boss is afraid he or she will be replaced and is too self-centered to be concerned about the career aspirations of his employees. Red flag run. If your boss doesn't want to give you and hoards on information, hoards that um, know-how and the knowledge about how to truly excel at the job that you do, gives you just enough to get by in information to help you get along and advance, red flag run, right? Number six, leaders know how to motivate. I remember when um, I started a job and on the first day of the job, the net, they said to me at the end of the day, on my very first day, this was years ago when the economy was good, y'all. The first day of my job, they said, wear flats tomorrow because back then I wore heels, y'all. Mm-hmm, that was cute. They said, wear flats tomorrow because we're going on a yacht. We're going on a boat ride. I said, what in the wheezy wheezy? Are you going on a boat ride in New York? I was like, oh my God, I don't think I will ever leave here, right? 
they know that no two employees are the same. They know their employees well enough to know how to inspire them. A boss simply says, it is what it is. This is what needs to be done. You can always look for another job if you don't like it. Red flag, when they show you who you are, when they tell you who you are, believe them. You ever hear those words? Run. Update resume, hit send and go. Leaders use positive techniques for motivation while bosses tend to criticize. The yacht and the boat example for me is something that I will never forget. And I I tell you, honestly, this was over 20 years ago when this happened to me. And I stayed at that company for, for well over seven years. And at that time, when I did leave that company, I left because I had a bad boss. True story, right? Number seven and our final idea that will help you be a better leader and not a boss is leaders take responsibility. When the team fails, the leader is still out in front taking the brunt of that criticism. A boss is trying to absolve himself of as much responsibility as possible. A boss is quick to blame his employees and other people. A leader is quick to blame themselves. I tell you, uh, 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 there was a time where I made a huge error. And it it was an error because I wasn't as detailed as I should have been in this one implementation of a project. And one step was was missed. And unfortunately, the client was the first person to, to see what happened. And when, you know, the stakeholders and, and our developers, we were trying to figure out what happened. I stood up and I took the fall. I said, I didn't analyze this one specific area, which was the missing piece of what we needed to ensure the success of this launch. I took the blame because, and it was a big deal at the time for a big major client. And our CEO turned around and looked at me and he, as disappointed as he was to understand, I I explained in detail what I realized then that I missed in my analysis he just immediately said, I commend you for taking responsibility. Let's just figure out how to fix it. And that was that. That was that. Even at home, I try to tell my son, just tell me the truth. Tell me what happened. I don't need to hear a story. I teach my son at home how to lead. He is seven years old. He's a great leader. And he's honest to a fault. Most kids are. But even when he makes mistakes, even when he makes a spill, even when he breaks something, we try to, or I try to not uh, overreact. And we talk about ways it could have been done better and also um, how to prevent it from happening again. So take responsibility, right? Thinking back over your work history, you've had plenty of bosses and hopefully at least a couple of great leaders. It's not enjoyable to work for someone that fits into the boss category, but I'm sure that you made it work because when you know who you are and whose you are, nothing 
else should stand in the way of your personal advancement and success. You feel like you're operating in the dark with little support and few development opportunities, but again, know who you are and know who you are and you will be just fine. And take these red flags and start looking. Go to employers that value you as an employee. Ask questions during the interview process about the leadership skills and the leadership abilities of your bosses, of the people that will be your bosses, right? Because it's much more enjoyable to work for a leader. Develop your own leadership skills. You'll be helping yourself, your employees, and your family. Guys, that's all the sweet tea I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. Leave me a comment, send me a post, send me a, 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 a DM or, or email me and let me know if you're a boss or a leader. And if you need more strategies just like this to advance in your career or your business, you are in the right place. You can't hire a personal coach while well, joining a community of like-minded individuals Pushing you towards your goals is another way to get the support that you need. The Her Sweet Spot Sweet Masters membership will do just that for you. Go to hersweetspot.com and learn more on how to join. I wish you much success on your journey this year. I thank you and love you guys for listening. You know how I like to end each broadcast when we empower each other. We all rise. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for joining us this week on the Her Sweet Spot Experience. Make sure to visit our website, www.hersweetspot.com. That's her, S-U-I-T-E, spot.com.